0: there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Carson. Hello, Mr. Eric. My name is Carson. I like Pokemon, Beyblades, my family, and nature. My What If World question is... What if Fred the dog dug a hole so big that everything fell in? Bye! Oh my gosh, Carson. You like so many things. And I can just see Fred the dog digging that hole right now. We do have one more question from a listener named Regan. She drew a sketch of her idea and emailed it to us. But I think I'm going to save it until the end. So let's find out, what if Fred the dog dug a hole so big that everyone fell in? You might recall that in What If World, the What House is not so much a house as a simple wooden door and frame, freestanding in the midst of an ancient forest called the Forest of If. But when you opened that door... You could step inside the true what-house, which could be as big and elaborate or as simple and wholesome as the president and their people decided. So when Farrelly stepped inside her what-house, she was unsurprised to see that it very much resembled the Forest of If on the inside. The walls were a thicket of brambles, alternating thorns with beautiful flowers that would bloom every morning and close up to sleep every night. The biggest difference was that the What House wasn't nearly as empty as the Forest yes. of If. People clamored about, all shouting for their president at once. Barely. All right, all right no. You're telling no, me I have president. to make an appointment go, go, to go, see my go. own partner? I would like to talk to the president. Okay, all right, all right. Just give me one minute. It's it's my first day. But the clamor only continued louder than before. Barely. Now hold on, my love. No, 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 I won't hold on, no. The thorny, brambled walls of the White house parted before Farrelies and closed up behind her. She found herself within the hopeful office and saw a little dog-sized desk made of sticks that must have once belonged to Fred. Oh, Fred, it is my first day as president, and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. She flew over to the desk and opened a drawer still slimy from freddy's tongue ew within she found a note scrawled with paper and crayon it read simply eat sticks love fred this is the advice he gives me what if world's longest running president and all he can say is eat sticks at that moment fair elise's partner sprite all right teleported into the room <laughs> All right, love, it's your first day as president, and I know you don't have much time for me. Sprite, all right, I always... I I just want to remind you that you promised Pixie to be home by nine to tuck her in tonight. Oh, right, right, of course. Just be in the hopeful office at 9 p.m., and I'll teleport here to pick you up. Uh, yes, I will. All right, I'm running late. (laughs) And she disappeared, leaving Lise alone again. But she could still hear an increasingly loud clamor from within the woodhouse. So she flew out to investigate. The foyer was filled with trees and snow came on and these strange spinning top creatures that flew around shearing off little pieces of thorn and petal wherever they got too close to the walls. Uh, 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 wayblades, excuse me, please do not prune the what-house. Spin yourselves over here and I will hear what you have to say. Nope, no fair, complained the trees. Rizard snore, grumbled a snowy dragon. Zoom. A red and yellow wayblade, whose jagged steel edges looked kind of like fiery comets, spun its way right up to her. Bread the dog said we wayblades had to stop cutting down trees. Uh, well, y- yes, deforestation has been an issue. But that's all we're good at. What are we supposed to do? Well, I thought with a little retraining, you could work as fey blades, only pruning where needed, and cutting back overgrowth, and clearing dead vegetation. Boring. We don't pay attention to that. We just clear the way like trailblazers. We're the wayblades. Well, yes, feyblades could also work as guides, leading others through dangerous parts of what-if world. Hmm, Meteor Swarm must think about this. The wayblade known as Meteor Swarm started spinning in thought, getting hotter and hotter as it did snor, 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 snor. no 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 He'll melt the snow 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 I, yes trees and, and snow came on I hear you um meteor swarm What is it your fires are, are rather dangerous to the trees and snow came on within the Watt house Don't tell me how to use my fire and my blades uh, what, what if I just helped you retrain yourself into a fay blade with a little magic? Hmm, keep jogging. So instead of going back to school for a year, you'll have all the training you need right now before you chop down the trees and melt the snow came on. Hmm, fine. And Fairly started magically imparting her knowledge and kindness upon each of the wayblades, helping them become Blades that could keep the forests clear and guide people safely from here to there. But before she could finish the snow came on and trees impatiently pushed their way in front of her I know I'm sorry I, I thought I could just deal with their problem today and then they won't be melting you tomorrow and snore yeah. <laughs> you're right it, it isn't fair to put others first excuse me fairlees interrupted Mr. Mouser, her chief of staff. Oh, what is it now? It is time for your lunch break. And he held up a perfect little fruit and vegetable wrap. But Faralise couldn't be bothered. I really don't have time for this. And with a flick of her wand, the wrap went from in her plate to in her belly. Oh, I really hate that too fast. Also, a large hole is appearing in the forest, and people are falling into it. Mr. Mouser, please kindly do something about that, and leave me to the many problems staring me in the face. My goodness, said Mr. Mouser, looking wounded, but he picked up a tiny shovel and skittered out of the what-house. Go, 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 it's our turn to go, 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 complained a tree. I'm sorry, Harigo. Just let me finish hearing Snarazard out. Zardasnar. You were not here first. I'm 10,000 years older than you. So, Snarazard, you want permafrost magic on all the snow came on? Like in Frozen 2? Snar. Too. Oh, because some of you are melting. You know, I'm trying to combat climate change. I really am, but it's a it's a slow task. Snar, snar, snar. You're right. I feel horrid this and just bring whatever snowkemon are here, and I will give them permafrost magic. Isner, isner, bowed Snarazard, and he opened the door to the White House. And he saw hundreds of snowkemon lining up outside, beside a growing number of wayblades. Oh, all right, all right, we'll take turns. One wayblade becomes a feyblade, and then one snowkemon gets permafrost. Bring... And while Ferrele was casting one spell after another, she spared an ear to listen to the trees. Well, we just wanted you to tell the Wayblades what to do. And we kind of like your solution. We think it'll lead to less pollution. Well, thank you, Harry Go. You know, if some of you trees could lend your magic, I'd be able to help the wayblades, and the snow came on much more quickly. No, 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 I'm afraid no. You're right, it's not fair to give them my magic and ask you for yours. You should help us heal Twig and Bark, from woe to wheel. Absolutely. So just get in line, and I'll heal one tree, and make one fey Blade and give one coat of permafrost at a time. Help us first achieve our goal, then help my trees out of that hole. I know, but helping reform the fey Blades will actually be helping heal the trees, indirectly. And all of that will help climate change, which will help you snow came on, eventually. And although none of them were happy, really? including <laughs> Farrelly's... They agreed to take turns, getting their tree healing, and their fade blade training, and their permafrosting, as Faralese went down the line, casting spell after spell after spell, moving farther from the house and deeper into the forest of it as the sun went down in the cold sky. All right, little snow came on all tight. A crack appeared in Faralise's wand, as her spell failed. Oh, that's strange, said Faralise, as she found herself falling to the ground. Her little flapping fairy wings were no longer keeping her aloft. <sighs> she hit the half-frozen ground none too gently, and the little snow came on ran up to her. Snow? I'm fine, I'm fine. I just, I think my magic needs a little rest, is all. Ta snow! Peter Snoo, it's fine, I'll I'll be okay. The cute little pita pocket of snow put itself over Ferrile's like an igloo. She found the inside of the pita igloo glittering gently, and she started feeling warmer right away. But that only made her feel more tired. Peter, I'm so grateful for this shelter on such a cold night, but... Snow, snow. No, I just haven't got time to rest right now. You just have to come back tomorrow, and I'll get your permafrost done then. At least you were the last one in line. ta ta peace, Snow. What do you mean there were others in the line before? Snow, Peter. But they were swallowed up in an ever-expanding hole in the ground? Peter's do. Oh, and we're tumbling in it as we speak. Excuse me? And the little Peter pocket of snow closed around Faralise altogether, together, hugging her tightly as they tumbled. Down, down, down. And down, 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 down. Oh, we must have finally hit the bottom. And down, 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 down. down, 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 down. Are you quite finished, Mr. Eric? All down. I mean done. Peter Snoo, you saved me. Even though I didn't give you your permafrost. Snoo, Peter. That's very wise, but could you let me out now? I want to make sure we are both safe wherever we are. The snow came on, unwrapped itself from Farrelise, and she saw they were at the bottom of a very deep hole. Looking up, she could see just a sliver of moonlight, and looking around, she could see hundreds of shadowy figures. Who's that? Who's there? I'm President, I'll have you know. Farrelise warily raised her wand and tried to fly into the air, but found her wings were all out of fairy dust. I'm afraid we're all down here, Farrelise, said a familiar voice. Abacus, is that you? Not just me, but everyone in What If World who cannot fly or teleport. But I thought you can both fly and teleport. Uh, Yes, but my magic is a bit unpredictable. If I were to disturb the sides of this massive hole... Oh, I see, Abacus, yes. Well, we'll just have to find another way out. I don't think so. We'll get to the other side of What If World before you know it fred the dog oh hi verilys how's it going being president not particularly well my magic has failed on my first day and instead of tucking in my daughter i am stuck in a hole oh no you're not stuck see i have a theory if i keep digging down eventually i'll just be digging up oh but where's your proof puppy said alabaster zero Elisa's partner in crime solving before she became president. Well, my proof is at the bottom of this hole, so just help me keep digging and we'll find out together. Can't see the fault in that logic. Where's my shovel? Ah, uh, you can have mine. I was trying to fill in the hole, but then I fell in. Oh, Mr. Mouser. I'm sorry I sent you here alone. I've just got so much on my plate. Fair Elise. Did you forget to take my advice? Your advice? You said eat sticks. What kind of advice is that? Only the best kind I could give. Did you do a single thing that was nice to yourself all day long? Well, no. See, for me, no matter how tough things get, I make sure I take a moment every day to eat some sticks. But I've got too much responsibility. Snow Peter. She used a ball of magic! You need some sticks, Dad. Fred, I'm a fairy. I don't like to eat sticks. Well, yeah, but what's your sticks? You know what I mean? I have no idea- Oh, yes. My sticks. Sprite, all right. Pixie Kato, where are you? Mm-hmm. And her partner and daughter appeared, right at the bottom of this very cramped hole. Mother, it's a bit late, don't you think? Verilise, I have been looking for you all night. I'm sorry I wasn't giving myself time for the things I love, and so my stress got away from me. Is that what made you dig this hole, Fred? Were you stressed about not being president anymore? What? No, this is my retirement present to myself. I figured there's gotta be a lot of cool sticks on the other side of the world. All right. Well, I can teleport a few of you out of here, but I'm just about used up from looking for Elise all night. I guess our only option is to keep digging through the center of the earth. I think you'll find that there's molten lava at the center of the earth, which would be dangerous for most of us. Except, of course, the lava people, said Pixie Cotto. Mm, thank you for thinking of us, said Molomo, the lava person. Oh, that's just what is world stuff. The center of what if world could be anything. We won't know till we get there. And Fred started digging into the earth again. No, Peter. Yeah, I agree. It is getting hot in here being stuck next to this lava person. Oh, I'm president. This is all my responsibility, but I'm, I'm too exhausted to even think. If only we knew where this dirt was going. Then we could go there. What was that, Alabaster? Alabaster? I mean, we're miles below the surface, so that dirt and rock can't be here. Of course not, sillies. You can't keep the dirt in the hole you're digging. as crazy. Then where is the dirt going? Oh, you know me. I did take it with my big, long tongue, and I stretched it several miles back up to the Earth's surface. That's why the digging is taking a little longer now. Fred the dog, if your tongue can reach up, to the surface of the earth. Then we're really not per- raw Stuck down here. Who says you were stuck? I thought you were just hanging out with me. I think I'm almost to the center, everybody. And I think everybody wants to go to bed. Or wake up. Or have lunch. Uh, depending on our time zone. Fred the dog. Finally realizing not everyone wanted to be in this hole with him began wrapping his long, slimy tongue around each of them and lifting them up and out by twos and threes. When everyone was back on the surface, the sun was already rising, and with it, a clamor of requests began again. Now that I have your attention, the observatorium needs repairs. And I would like a new diamond bracelet if we're asking for stuff we want. Small lava accessible buildings that don't melt when he enters. I hear all of you, and some of these are obviously very important requests, but I need to rest. We're lucky that there are many, many helpers out there, not just the president, and we can all continue working together so that we can all continue taking breaks for ourselves. That's a good speech, Faradish. Now you go have a stick. You deserve it. Oh, no. He must have dug to the center of the earth. still falling. And fallen in. But we don't know what is at the center of what-if world. I don't actually know where I'm going. This is weird. Well, we're going to have to find out. Right after I get some sleep. Maybe a what-if question will help me figure out where I am right now. Like a question for one of you kids. All right, all right, we get it, Fred. He probably can't hear me. No, I can still hear you. You just sound very far away. Kind of like me. Hang on tight, Fred. We're gonna find you. Okay, okay, now, okay, now I'm sure he's officially lost. Yep, yep, he's lost. Sorry, no, I thought I saw a stick, but now I'm lost. The end. Well, Regan and Carson, I hope you enjoyed your story. Oh, and I can tell you Regan's question now. It was what if Farah Elise lost her magic? Thanks, Regan. Folks at home, you know you can always leave a rating and review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That helps new people to find us, as does word of mouth, just telling a friend. And if you want access to other great rewards, including a shout-out on the show, ad-free episodes, and a better chance of getting your question answered, you can check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Our what if venturers just got a Draco Max patch. That's hard to say along with a note from me. And they get new regular episodes of our interview video show, What is Wiz? Starring Abacus P. Grumbler. So check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Now it's time for shout-outs. Go ahead, Fred. First is Torbin age 7. You said Torben, right? That's exactly what I said! He loves Harry Potter, science experiments, and gymnastics. Torben listens to What If World every night before bed with his brothers Dane, who's 9, and Axel, who's 4. ZZ here to shout out Dylan. She's 8 years old from Illinois, and Dylan loves video games. I got another woof-woof for John Diesel Hopkins, age 11. And finally, I am Draco Max. Here to shout out AMB, she is also 11 years old, likes her cats, Shadow and Seamus, Legos, as well as Star Wars, and she insisted that I get myself stuck in your studio for this shout-out. Yeah, I noticed, Dracomax. <laughs> sorry. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Desiree McFarland for her sound design and editing, and all you kids at home who know that helping others is great, but you've still got to make sure you take time to help yourselves. Or in the wise words of Fred the Dog, eat some sticks. Actually, they shouldn't eat sticks. Sticks aren't good for children. Until we meet again, keep wondering.